Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Live Talk. I'm your host, Duke Lamastra, and for this episode, I had the privilege of sitting down again with my lovely wife, Denise Lamastra, for an impromptu conversation that started off with me asking her a question about what she is sort of sensing from the Lord as we're getting to the near to the end here of 2021 and getting ready to jump into 2022. And uh, the, the conversation went to a place where we started talking a lot about community and even in the midst of the days that we're living in with all of the convenience around technology and everything else and these things that really do benefit us in so many ways but they also create the opportunity for us to kind of be disconnected and to hide from people and to not really focus with intentionality on building relationships and we talked about the importance of that of staying in fellowship and really pouring into sowing into relationships because it's such an important aspect of our growth when it comes to our walk with the Lord and really every aspect of life, community, fellowship, discipleship. It's also important just making sure that we are maintaining those relationships and those connections and that fellowship that God has given us with the people around us. So if you get any value out of this conversation, if you would consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, I would greatly appreciate that. I do have to just apologize in advance. I went back and listened and I recognized that the audio quality for about the final 20 to 30 minutes is really not good quality. It got glitchy. We had an internet issue that we were unaware of at the time of the live recording. Thank you guys for hanging in there. Really appreciate it. And thanks again so much for being here. And I really hope that you enjoy this conversation with my wife, Denise Lamastra. Right. Oh, there we are. We're live. Hey. <laughs> You're terrible. Denise, welcome back. Hi. Talk. What's buzzing? It's um, awesome. I'm excited to have you uh, to have you on the show with me again. <laughs> See, what happened was the intro used to be like 20 seconds long, and I shortened it to 10. Okay. And uh, kind of forgot, and so we were kind of taken by surprise there for a second. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're here, and uh, we've been battling with crappy internet uh, for about a week and a half now, yeah. and I think it's strong enough to support this type of signal that we're using the broadcast <laughs> right now. So. Hopefully we're good and we don't get disconnected, but um, yeah. Hey everybody, I'm here with my lovely wife, Denise, and um, yeah, I don't know I what we're going to talk about. This is last minute, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, but it is episode, uh, it's episode 50, which I'm stoked about. 50. So just uh, shout out to everybody. Five Thank you for everybody zero. who's um, been at all a part of this, all of my guests throughout these 50 yeah. episodes so far. Um, and for everyone who's yeah. listened and subscribed and shared and all that kind of stuff, it's been amazing. And I really appreciate you guys and let's keep it going. Cause that would, uh, yeah. help us out, help us keep growing and get in front of more people and right. all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah. How are you? I'm good. How's I'm... pregnant life? <laughs> pregnant life is good. Good. Today I'm four months. Today four you're four months. months. Exactly. All right. So we have. How many more to go? <laughs> seven, seven months to go. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, um, no, wait, that would be eleven. No, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a giant right baby. Oh no! I don't recommend. The, yeah, don't do that. That no. Um, probably be less, but okay. So yeah, well, you're doing April. April. So yes, that's yeah. gonna be an interesting baby. <laughs> interesting baby well i'm just saying because like our first birthday in our family is in march so then it's gonna be april then may i don't even think we try I mean, that may. on purpose 
Definitely Marcia didn't do. Abril, no. Mayo. That's like that was not you purpose. three. And then last week was my birthday. And then Elijah's birthday this week. Happy belated birthday to so, you. So two uh, of us are now, in right? 29 again. 29 again. 29 again. Um, 25. No. <laughs> I'm still in my 30s. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So that's mid to wow, upper 30s. Very interesting. We'll we'll just we'll just keep it. What at did that. you say? Mid to upper 30s. It sounds like terrible weather. <laughs> that was like our weather. Like terrible like weather. Last night or the night before, it dropped. It dropped pretty low. That's probably why, because it was my birthday. Probably, but anyway, I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, um, but uh, we but we're going to talk about it. About it's going to be good. It's going. We're going to talk um, about it. Sure. But thanks for joining me for episode 50. It's really You're cool. Welcome. Um let's let's do this. If you um let's just start here. We could I don't know. I was sort of thinking we could talk about like maybe parenting or something like that, but uh but I don't know. We don't really have okay. anything planned. But what we could do, um what I would like let's to hear, I'm gonna put you on the spot for a minute. Oh, okay. But we're kind of coming to the end of this year, 2021. Mm -hmm. We're going into 2022 pretty soon. What our sort of methodology here over the past few years has been to really, as we're exiting the year that we're in, as we're kind of closing out and getting toward the end, we're already sort of dreaming and planning and and uh, just seeking the Lord for his direction for the new year that we're going into. Obviously, a lot of the things that we've already been working on that are still in the process, we're going to continue and kind of keep going forward with that. But mm -hmm. I know that like we sort of, the, the way that you and I kind of think, and even the way that we think with like our church family and stuff like that is sort of closing out the year and already thinking ahead toward, uh, okay, Lord, what are you saying for 2022? And so just curious, like, what's, is there anything that's in particular on your heart that you believe God is saying either for you or maybe just for, um, for the church, for his people in general, or just something that you feel like is on your heart um, in this season, as mm -hmm. we're kind of coming to the end of this year and uh, getting, getting close to the beginning of a, of a brand new year. Um, I, I guess you did put me kind of on the spot. I did. Terrible person, by the way. I'm just kidding. I did. Um, <laughs> so I, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about. Uh, well, in the past couple of weeks, yeah, we are gearing up and getting ready to. Um, and I think we like to call it. I don't even know. If, did you come up with that phrase or did it just happen? Did you start it? I don't know. Like finishing strong, you know? Or maybe you heard it from somebody. I don't know. But I don't I know. know. I just remember where that started. What a few years back, we yeah, did like, like a, we did it. Um, we that's what we kind of like did a thing at towards the end of the year, and we call it finishing, finishing strong. strong. Um, and I think that that's that's something that's been you know kind of in the back of my mind. Just sometimes I feel like when the the end of the year comes, a lot of things. Obviously, the stress level, I think, for families kind of like gets elevated because <laughs> kids are going to be out of school. Then you have family, holidays, just so much um, busing taking place. Yeah. Um, I know last year was a little bit different because of COVID. So maybe last year was a little more low key. But I think this year we're kind of getting back again to that little stressful situation um but <laughs> we're allowed to be with family this year have they have they have they told us not to not to hang no, out with our family I mean, this christmas yet no i'm just i'm just saying with everything you know with covid and everything um but still i think you're still gonna say you know like be as cautious as possible and all that um 
sorry, I just had a pregnant brain moment. You just like paused me. I had to. I had it's to okay, breathe. Have some cucumbers. No, I had to. I had to breathe. Dick's but... making fun of me. So this was not. I I love vegetables, especially when I put like lemon and salt. This one does not have tahini pepper, but I usually load it with tahini pepper and stuff. I'm the kind of pregnant person that does not crave sweets. I just don't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, not really, I'm not really. Um, yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not a really like sweet good. cake kind of person in general. But when I'm pregnant, I'm just even like. Mm, Unless it's Mexican that. candy and it's like. But it's sweet spicy. And spicy. <laughs> yeah. It has to be spicy or else I'm not craving it. Um, so with Elijah, my first. That's all I ate. I survived eating cucumbers. <laughs> no i'm down with the cucumbers like like the cucumbers with the salt on it i think that's what you have now right just yeah, salt. salt that's cool i'm cool with that salt and pepper even even like uh when you do the the tahin like some of that that seasoning yeah. that goes on it. i'm cool with that my only problem is when you start putting salt and spicy stuff on watermelon i love that's that. where i'm just watermelon like watermelon and tahini. get out of it's just my house. the best no but like anyway yeah anybody anybody else ever tried that i know if like you get all drop the a comment said, hey, leave a comment hey. if you've ever done watermelon with salt Cucumber. and enjoyed it yes. um i think yeah. you guys are crazy but hey there's it's okay anyway let me get back to cool. what i was talking so um a lot has been in my mind is just being reminded of being grounded in uh in like evaluating what where where i'm what is my solid ground what is my foundation what am i standing on because you when you have dreams when you have a vision of things to do if your foundation is not solid when things come whether it's to test your vision or to test mm -hmm. a dream or or do you go through a season where it seems like this season is really working me you mm -hmm. know what i mean like it's testing everything in me but if you don't have a foundation that is solid you are at risk of building something that is not structurally sound um and i think i've, I've been just just god has just been speaking to me a lot about that like even um you know you, you said we're gonna talk about parenting but we're not but we are um so <laughs> even thinking about that like I want to make sure that I help my children have a solid foundation um, right now, even though they're young. Like, I, you know, I've been thinking about this, like, God, how do I not just exemplify, but how can I also teach and encourage them to have a solid foundation? So, for example, both my kids want to be paleontologists, right? <laughs> uh -huh. Probably most people would think like your kids are going to be pastors because you guys are in ministry. So that's what your kids have to do or that's what, you know, and I think for so many years that happened and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, if that's what God has called them to do. But I do believe like I want to know and I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to God to know and ask God, how do I encourage their dreams and their vision at the same time that I'm helping them build, build the foundation. Because I've recognized my parents helped me build the foundation in my my young years. And I'm grateful for the foundation they helped me build. Because if it wasn't for that foundation, I would probably, you know, have a different 
value system. Mm -hmm. I will probably be looking for other things. I don't even think that I would have a family, to be quite honest, because there was a season in my life where I just, you know, marriage, rah, children, rah, don't want to have nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. No, Lord, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, like I said, like when you, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying that everybody's, you know, meant to get married, have families. And that. I think that it's all depending on your, the assignment, your call. And God knows that. God knows that in your heart. Now, if you now don't have a desire for those things, doesn't mean that later on in life, God won't give you those, the desire for those things. Sure. Um, because again, you know, let's be balanced about it. <laughs> now, my life is just an example and your life does not have to be like mine, but I was just, you know, set, speaking about my life and my experience. Um, so I've just been feeling a lot of that, about that, like, like go back to the basics and make sure that your basics are well grounded that your foundation is solid, that there's no gaps in your foundation, that there's no room for, you know, little roots and little cracks, because sometimes certain things can come in unaware that they can so easily become bigger things that or bigger obstacles, but stand in the way when God is pushing you forward. Um, and I feel like at the end, like towards the end of this year, I feel very challenged to evaluate that foundation and at the same time, like keep on pushing forward, uh, being unafraid, mm -hmm. you know, like I feel like I've, I've come to a place in my life right now where I feel like I, I feel like such a backing, um, from God on certain things, even, even when I, at times I don't feel prepared for them, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, yeah. like we're looking at expanding our campus in, in, in Houston and it's a, it's a massive endeavor. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not talking about when you and I were just chickens. When we were younger and it was just you and me chickens. and we could, we could, you know, like move easily because it was just you and right. me. We're talking about, you know, moving our entire family. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was laughing about this with God the other day. Yes, I do laugh with God about things. Because, <laughs> um, you know, like we're developing new friendships or like we've, you know, our kids that have school, like we're coming to know new people. Uh, and I feel like there are seasons where that takes place in our mm -hmm. lives. And I've been just thinking a lot about that. Like there has to be a balance on how do you um, expand and move forward to the things that God has you, but also keeping your relationships growing? And this has been a lot in my mind that a lot of times we could be so quick to move on and cut relationship and stop being involved with people just because we happen to not be in the same place anymore. Right. And, and I think that, you know, and I think maybe I've been thinking a lot about this with this whole um, Facebook thing. They've been talking about the beta for Meta, the, metaverse. the metaverse and all this, <laughs> which, you know, the I metaverse. feel like, I mean, the movies have talked about that a little bit before in the past, in the, in the last years. So in a way, I feel like people are expecting that to happen, but I have this warning in my heart to say, do not neglect 
relationships. Do not neglect the importance of fellowship, of, you know, face-to-face, real connection. Like, that's what God made us for. God made us for connection, to be a part of our body, of, a, of the body. You know, not just the body of believers, but just to be part of the body. And I feel like our assignment is also connected to other people. It's connected to, for us to be influential in where we live in our home in our families in our neighborhood and technology is such a blessing and at the same time it could be such a danger yeah because it could perpetuate even in us a desire to be by ourselves (laughs) yeah and that's the thing that i think about about technology is like you know I i think that we have a tendency to blame a lot of things on technology Mm -hmm. and say, well, technology created this world where we do this, we don't do this anymore. I'm not so sure. I think maybe to an extent, but I really think that there's a, another level where the, you know, like with social media and being able to disconnect from people and all, and all this kind of stuff. Like, I think that, I don't know if it's that technology has caused it so much as it's exposed something within the heart of people um Mm -hmm. to sort of tend toward that to tend toward like if i I have a choice of being communal and being with people or i have a choice to kind of like be able to sort of hide on my own and do that i just wonder and maybe it's maybe it's a combination maybe it's Mm -hmm. both things um but yeah it's crazy because with all the technological advancements i mean it's amazing it's 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 helped it's helped us yeah. in our lives in so many different ways. Um, it's it's helped us improve in a lot of areas. But yeah, for sure, the 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 downside to all of it, and we saw it so much this past year through through COVID, um, and uh, through like you know being locked down and all that kind of stuff. Like, what really happens when you disconnect from people? And you know, from a perspective of ministry, where we went online and you know now we're live streaming, and it's been great. And 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 I think that well, for sure, our our in terms of um, just people that are connected to us now, it's definitely grown. Um, we've, you know, we had to expand to to services and we have people in other countries that we never would have had the opportunity, right. you know, to connect with to before yeah, on exactly. that level. But, you know, there was definitely the, well, there was a knowing throughout the, the lockdown and everything that, you know, the one downside for, from all this is that you know how many people are just gonna stay that way and they're not gonna like even when the doors are open and the opportunity is to go back to face-to-face fellowship how many people are actually gonna choose to do that and how many people are gonna kind of stick with this sort of easier way to consume the word of god and have a church service and and stuff like that and uh like what you're saying is so key the connection and living in community with people and sort of like having people that you can do life with and that you can grow together with. And it's one thing to do that over screens and over telephones and stuff like that. But, and I thank God for that. Right. Like, so don't, don't get me wrong, but there's an aspect of relationship where, uh, you know, we need that human contact and that face to face. Mm -hmm. Like even like we were having a conversation with some of our uh, friends uh, the other day about, you know, like how, um, they were saying how they don't even really they don't go to the store anymore they just order everything mm-hmm. online and stuff like that and it's great it's really cool yeah. you know it's, it's cool to be able to go to amazon to and get something yeah, in 48 yeah. hours it's cool to be able to alex yeah. says hey mom and dad 
or hola, mom and dad. Hello, son, <laughs> who's older than me. Uh, good to see you, buddy. Um, by the way, when are you coming back on the show? Yes. <clears throat> but anyway, he told me he'd be you free in Jody December too. of, I think he said 2023. So that's like oh, wow. a couple of years from now. Please we'll do it sooner. But uh, I know that they've been going crazy yes. with conferences and all yes. kinds of things. It's awesome what God's doing through. Shout out to Alex and Jody Seidler. Yes. You guys are awesome. Love, Love you guys. You and uh, the work that you're that you guys are championing, championing, I have a hard time with that word, um, and raising up leaders and contending for revival. You guys are yes, are just awesome. my heroes. You're amazing. So anyway, but I don't know what I was saying. Alex just you're talking about community and oh, you, what we were talking about. And, oh yeah, and, yeah. And, so so what they're saying, sorry, so what they were saying was like <laughs> was like yeah, like we don't go to the store anymore. Like that was so two years ago. You know what I mean? Like we don't do that anymore. Like we order groceries online and they deliver it same day and all that kind of stuff. And it's great. But the more we do these things in the name of convenience and the less we have to have interaction with people, like it started several years ago, like people were up in arms about all the like self checkouts and stuff like that, where you don't yeah. have to have that interaction with a person cashier, and it's no cool. More. And I'm not saying I don't like this kind of stuff. I really do. But at the same time, it's just more and more things. We're needing less and less contact with humans in order to live life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the further we go down that path, I think the more we become comfortable with it. And I think that that's where the danger is. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I, if, if you're, if that suits and fits your family and it, it, it's helpful for you, I mean, that's good. That's great. I'm, I'm glad that those services are available for families in needed, like generally, you know, I mean, I know big families that have more than four or five kids. I know it's, it's stressful for parents have to go in a store with, you know, six of your children or they might, you know, mom might not have the time of, you know, of the yeah. day to actually go right. and do a grocery, grocery run and whatever. Um, for us, I mean, you know, in our lives, I, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if people, other people think the same way that I think about it, but to me, I see a lot of things as an opportunity for me to teach my children how to become functional adults. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this, I mean, my oldest is, he's turning 11 this week, um, and my youngest is, is about, it's, he's going to turn seven at the beginning of next year. And I always think about that. I, I always go back to, I remember going to the store with my parents. And I remember my parents talking about, this is what you do, you know, when you go grocery shopping. Or I would have certain questions and they would always take the opportunity to teach. And I think as parents, we have to fight for that platform. We have to fight for guarding that place that we have been entrusted by God to help our children to, I like, it's funny you said the word champion, and I want to use that word to champion our children through the seasons of their life. And um, I just, I have the very personal conviction in my heart that, um, Things could be easier. Yeah, it would be so much easier if I just go in the store, go take care of whatever needs to be taken care of by myself. And we do it, you know, when, when we need to and when we have to. But if I can, if I have the time and the possibility, I'm sensitive to hear God say, don't do it that way. Do it this way. Yeah. Um, there, there's, and walk yeah. them through it. 
you know, I mean, it's really annoying sometimes to go to the store and like the kids are bouncing up the wall mm -hmm. and whatever. And you already have this predisposition that other people are going to judge your family or other people are going to look at you and think like, oh, my God, like those children are being whatever, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, I how else can I teach them? I can't teach them to learn how to do certain things if they're not there with me, you know. I can teach them and entrust them with little things. Like, I mean, I know sometimes when we do this, we will split the grocery list <laughs> and, and, you know, Elijah will go with me or Josiah goes with you and we'll kind of make it like you're in charge of taking care of this and I'm in charge of taking care of this. And, and I think that there's so many valuable, important things in our lives that we can't sacrifice in the name of convenience. Yes. I just, I just don't think that it's worth it um and i always think about this i i always um you know i personally ask god to help me with that because i'm the kind of person that i'm very independent i grew up being very independent and in a lot of ways i saw the damage that my independence caused mm -hmm. in my relationship with my parents um and it took it took some time for me to even recognize it because in my mind, I was like, I'm doing this to help my parents so that they don't have to stress so much about this. They don't have to stress so much about that. But I didn't realize that so many times I took away the opportunity that they had. I took away from myself the blessing of being able to be seating at, you know, at the table with mom and dad and hear the heart of mom and dad and i think family is so important there's so many people that have been uh, that that gift has been taken away and i feel that as much as every family can should fight for that you know um and yeah. in terms of our children i feel the same way when it comes to taking taking back keeping our the innocence of our children i want my children to be kids for as long possible as they can't not because they're incapable of mature maturing or incapable of being independent but because i recognize that every season in our lives is important there's so many lessons that we need to, in order to mature, in order to grow character, to develop as uh, as who even call, God has called us to be. So, um, like I said, I mean, I love technology and I love all the accessibility and the comfort that provides, but I never want to sacrifice anything for that. Yeah. It's just too too costly of a of a of a price for me to say. Am I going to sacrifice time that I can be sit sitting together as a family and talking, or you know, laughing about something, or sharing, or making even making memories? You know, um, I know sometimes today we think like, oh, let me take a picture, and I, <laughs> I was looking at my phone the other day and realized. You know, I really haven't been taking as many pictures as I have before. And, you know, part of it's I've been busy, this and that. But at the same time, I recognize, you know, because I've realized that it's more important to be present. Yeah. 
than to have a cute picture that I can yeah. post online. You know, and sometimes when I think about, you know, I want to share what we did with our friends and family because I love that aspect of social media. I love that we can be connected with people that are, you know, far away, family and stuff like that. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot to take pictures. But then I think about it and I recognize, you know what? It's okay. Like, I enjoyed our time together so much to the point that I just, I didn't even think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, the mindset, <laughs> the mindset with like, you know, how everything, I don't know, it's, it's just funny because everything is, is social, like mm -hmm. as, as far as the, the at technology, the thing that I think people love about it so much is that it is so social and it yeah. is about having these communities. So you have your community on Instagram, you have your community on Facebook, wherever, you know, and so it's it's like it's relational in that way, mm -hmm. but it's still very surface level to where you never have to if you don't want to. And, and some people some people do. Some people like to show all aspects. But yeah. for the most part, people really kind of show their highlight reel and you see the good stuff, you know, that people are doing, people that people are going through. You know, it's like the the idea of like you just said going on or having having fun making memories going on a trip doing something and then realizing oh, i forgot to take pictures whereas like the mindset of a lot of people is uh they actually go and do those things for the sake of getting the pictures right. so that they could post them and show yeah. people how cool their life is you yeah. know what i mean and it's like where it, it's gotten to the point i think for a lot of people where the social community the um social media you know aspect of life is almost more important or more real to them yeah. than their actual life that they're living. And, and it's just like kind of waiting for like, okay, I'm just doing this so that I can put it up here and show my followers and show the world and show my community. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I just, I, I think that there's uh, at the same time, there's uh, anyway, there, there's, there's, there's also balance. been, yeah, yeah. There, there's been this whole thing like, like a, a couple of years ago, maybe maybe a little bit longer than that, like one of the biggest probably, um, you know, technological increases um, in our society and in terms of like businesses booming and things like that has just been this thing of taking aspects of life and, okay, how can I put this online? How can mm -hmm. I create an app yeah. that streamlines this process? You know, so how can I take whatever it is how how can how can i take this that's a normal part of my life how can i put that into an app where i can put it online and then market it to a bunch of people to make things more convenient and convenience is great we all love convenience i'm not um i'm not criticizing that, yeah. any of these any yeah, of yeah. these things by themselves i just think that the mindset of you know it's important for us to step outside of convenience mm -hmm. for the sake of building relationships with one with one another yeah. i think that that's something that that god really loves and that he honors when we're willing to forego something when we're willing to make a sacrifice of time or energy or whatever it might be but we're willing to make some kind of a sacrifice for the sake of engaging with another human being and you know being connected with that person and sometimes that is online because maybe yeah. they're not in the same place as right. you or whatever right, 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 right. but i'm just saying like there we we have to focus on you know the two most important things <laughs> love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor yeah. as yourself and yeah. you know loving loving each other effectively it requires being present you know in the lives of the people that we're connected to and i just think that it's so key and it's just something that we we really do i think 
now more than ever because of the convenience of everything and the ease of being able to do everything that we need to do while disconnecting from people in so many different ways. It's like I, I, something that we probably have to fight for now more than ever to maintain that that sense of community um, and, uh, you know, those personal relationships. And yeah, there. and I think that is so important because community goes alongside with discipleship. For sure. Know? Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that's what we're called. We're called to be disciples. We're, we're called to help others grow. And uh, it's always easier to try to look even com for convenience in terms of that discipleship, you know, like what is convenient? What is the best? And, and sometimes I feel like that's just um, not the best approach, you know, um, because we do need to also recognize how valuable those times are. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just even thinking of like when I was young, when I was uh, I'm at, at my home church and I was part of the youth group, I appreciate those leaders that took time, you know, to they would say, hey, let's go, let's go, uh, you know, have some coffee together. Let's go chat together. Let's go have a face-to-face, -face, you know, one-on-one -on -one time. Um, you know, we'll go to the movies or let's go do this. Let's go. And they would even be involved in my life. You know, like all those things marked my life, marked different seasons of my life. They helped me in many ways. And I'm grateful for that. And I think that I want to make sure that I fostered that, that to the coming generations. Because mm -hmm. I keep thinking about that, you know, like, um, I mean, even maybe now because I'm pregnant, it might, <laughs> it might find more clear than ever. But I recognize, like, I'm, I'm bringing somebody in the world who is going to have a different culture that, you know, society is changing consistently and that, uh, there's going to be things that are so different. Like, you know, I mean, we, we made this comment the other night with, with our friends, uh, you know, we were talking about like, yeah, like when we were this young, when, when we were our kids age, we will joke about certain things. or we'll talk about certain things. And now our kids are, you know, at a different level of advancement of technology and different things, different pace of life, everything. And, over all of that, I just consistently keep hearing just the Holy Spirit, just, um, you know, keep putting this urge in my heart to say, do not forsake that, creating that atmosphere of where the things that are valuable to me are still priority, mm -hmm. where the things that matter, that, that are that spiritual growth, that, that character, that, that has not become forsaked just for the sake of what's happening now you know everybody wants to be in the now like let me know what's happening now you know twitter the feed changes so quickly you know news are you know they're old in less than five seconds like it's just so consistent there's just this demand and pace for like the fastness and i think that there's so many valuable things that cannot be grown character cannot be grown and develop in a easy quick oven yeah it just won't mm -hmm. and um we have to do whatever we can to make sure that 
it doesn't get swept under the rug to say like, oh, well, we just don't have time for this. No, we have to make time yeah, for that. For sure. We have to make time. Me as a parent, like, <laughs> I have to make time to discipline my kids. I know it sounds like, what? Yes. I have to make time to not say, oh, I'll deal with it later. And then forget about it and not deal with it. No. Because if I do that, then whatever that was there, you know, beeping or pumping, if I don't deal with that and that thing is an enemy of to towards their character, it's going to be detrimental mm. for them. It's going to be detrimental for my relationship with them. So I have to slow my roll and say, hold on, we got to deal with this right now. And, and do whatever is necessary for that to be taken care of. Because if we don't do that, we... You know, like, I think it's in James where it says, you know, like, uh, the Apostle Paul is talking to the church and saying, you have not recognized that things have crept unaware. Jude, you meant Yeah, Jude, I'm sorry. Jude. You know, like, things come in so suddenly, so without you realizing, and then you take those things as though they were truth. And now they're part of your foundation. Mm. Now they're part of what you believe now they're part of the filter through which you see life through which you yeah. see god yeah. through which you see your relationships authority everything and that cost is too high yeah that that kind of goes back to something you said all the way at the beginning when you were talking about simplification you know and sort of that that process of simplifying your life and and every once in a while, taking a moment, taking some time with the Lord to kind of evaluate where you are right now and to find, okay, God, like, what have I, what have I picked up? Like, what have I, what have I picked up that I'm carrying with Along me that's really way. not necessary yeah. for this new season that I'm going into? Because, yeah, I think so often, like, we'll just, we'll pick up things, we'll accumulate things, and then we'll go forward. And now we have a new standard by which we judge things. We'll have a new standard by which we judge whether it's growth in our lives, but with the way that we judge our relationships, the way that we judge our our relationship with God, whatever it is. But like, like when we get too many things, too many different ideas, too many different opinions, and now we're judging um, the, the standard of our life based on that. And, and we end up kind of, we can get disconnected from the source and from yeah. what things are really supposed to be. And so kind of like allowing things to sometimes fall away and making sure that we're always going back to back to the source and recognizing that, you know, the 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 real foundation for our life being the word of God, being the the promises of God, what God has said, what God has spoken, what God is showing us, yeah. um, what God has promised us, the, the the way that the Spirit of God leads us, and sort of like simplifying every once in a while because yeah, if not, we can really begin to overcomplicate things and get into a mode of confusion. Um, where it's really, it's really just not necessary. And so I think, um, you know, what you're saying is so key. And, and I think that, that being willing to do that, to, to simplify our lives and uh, go back to always, 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 like over and over again, just going back to the source of everything. Mm -hmm. And okay, God, like, what is it that you're saying for this season that I'm in? What is it that you're saying for, um, you know, about this situation, about this thing that you have me working on, you know, and, and uh, just making sure that we're, staying in step, staying in connection with the way that the Lord um, 
you know, is the things that he's doing in our lives in the season that we're in. Yeah. I don't think that's so key. Yeah. I, I was, I was listening to this song. It's, it's a, it's a hymn. It's an older song. Um, um, the way to a store this afternoon. I need to get drunk some errands before um, the kids got out of school and this song came up and it just, I was like, Oh my God, I haven't heard this song in a long time. And, um, it just kind of like reminded me, you know, of like what we were talking about. Um, you say, you know, go back to the source. And I would connect it saying, we got to make sure that we're, we're knowing God, know God in the season of your life. Um, because I feel like sometimes we understand that there's changes and things that take place in our, in our lives. Like, you know, we go from being, being a child to become, you know, a teenager, um, starting to develop like our character and things like that, you know, become young adults. And then, you know, we become, we get married and then we, we have children, you know, so there's different uh, aspects of our lives that overall where there is change. Mm -hmm. It's change that is, um, what, what would be the best word to describe? Like you can postpone it. It's going to happen. Inevitable. Yes. Like, you know, saying like my oldest son, he's turning 11 in a few days. And I recognize, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, Lord, I can't believe that he's turning 11. Like he was a baby. <laughs> like, yeah, it's inevitable. It's inevitable that he's going to grow. It's inevitable that he's going to change. The season of his life is going to change the same way. You, you know, right now it's, it's inevitable. I'm going to get to the nine months and his baby's going to pop. Like <laughs> I can't postpone it, you know? And just thinking about those things and thinking about, Lord, I want to make sure that I don't miss you in the season that I am. Mm. That, you know, and, and I was listening to this song. That's why I mentioned it. And I love this song because, you know, it's, very, it's a very simple hymn. It just says, knowing you, Jesus, there is no better thing. You're my joy. You're the best. You're my, my, my Lord, my righteousness. Just, you know, this taking that moment to even dwell yeah. and, and dwell in him as wherever you are in whatever season you are um, in whatever changes are taking place in your life. Change is never easy. It's uncomfortable. It's, you know, sometimes we, we think like, Oh, this is so unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to go through this? But it's necessary because in all things he's working. For my good in mm. all things he is uh he's pouring out this precious aroma you know this <laughs> glorious weight of glory in my life whether i see it or not he's doing this but in order for that to happen i need to stay connected i need to know him um and and i think that you know it's con that's connected to going back to the basic the basic of just even like my salvation like you know i've been saved for this many years where am i where's where's my understanding of salvation today yeah or have i become too cultural relevant that i've lost certain aspects of my salvation that when people see me do i look like the world or do i look like god so it's um 
I know it might sound really heavy for some people. And I'm not saying that you're not safe anymore, you know, because <laughs> you know. But I'm just, I'm, I, what I'm saying is like understanding that there's, there's the, there's um, necessity for connection and for being grounded in mm -hmm. Him through every season of your life. I want to know God the best in, in my best years. And I want to know God in my most difficult years. I want to know him no matter what. And I want to know him not just for my sake. I want to know him so that my children can know him as well. So that those that are around me can know him as well. Yeah, it's... it's um... You got, really, well, you got your serious face. That's you, got, like. you got me thinking. You got me thinking about a lot of stuff. No, it's 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 always about other people, right? Like it's always yeah. it's always about others. Um, but but I love I love what you were saying there, because it's interesting how pretty sure like we've all experienced this when how God could take you back to maybe a different period in your life, or sometimes you know there's a season of your life where you're learning something about God or you're connecting with God in a certain kind of a way. And, um, you know, there are ways that you connected with God back then. And so you mentioned that that song that you hadn't heard the song in a long time and you were listening to the song and how um, the song was basically just sort of reminded you of maybe the simplicity of your relationship with God. You know, G Jesus said <laughs> to the to the uh, Ephesian church in, in Revelation chapter two, he said, you know, you've left your first love. Mm -hmm. and, and what he was talking about was, you know, you've done all these things. There's this whole huge list of things that you've done really, really well. And all these things that I can commend you for, mm -hmm. or how, you know, you, you, you hate these things, you stand against these things. And I, and I commend you for that. You, your faithful in this area, your faithful in this area, all these different things that you've done really, really well. But then he says, but I have this against you. You've left your first love. Mm -hmm. And he says, remember from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just it's just really cool because the, the nature of God in our lives is always to advance us. It's yeah. always, you know, we have that scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 that mentions from glory to glory. Right. Like that's the way that the, the Lord works in our lives. He's always taking us from one level of glory to a greater level, to a greater level, to a greater level. But it's really cool how there's reminders along the way. Like mm -hmm. even even when we look back in the Old Testament with the nation of Israel, we don't do this anymore physically in terms of building altars, but they would get to a place where they would have an experience with God and then they would build an altar there. And there's like yeah. all these scriptures about this over and over again, where, you know, that became a place of remembrance for the children of Israel, or they were at a place where God revealed himself in a certain way. Even the name Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh doesn't even, it's not even a name of God, technically. It was the name they gave to that place yeah. that they were in, where God showed himself, God revealed himself to them. And they renamed that place Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides, or uh, the expanded version of that that we use, the Lord who has looked ahead and has already provided, right? But mm -hmm. but that, that that became the name of the place. And there's there's times where we go through seasons of life where we come to a new place in God. We come to new revelation. He reveals himself to us, whether it's through like really, really good things or through difficult yeah. things, through trying experiences. Either way, God shows up and he shows himself to us. And there's things that we learn. Sometimes we're kicking and screaming through the process. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, God reveals himself and God shows us something. 
And it's in those seasons where we can point to and there's we know that there was growth there or we know that there was an experience there. And I, I love that. Like still today, like I go back um, <clears throat> and I, I just love like when it's just me and the Lord, like me with not in a corporate setting, but just me with my guitar singing to the Lord. It's always songs that are like 20 plus years old. <laughs> it's, it's songs yeah. like, uh, Lord, I give you my heart. It's songs like, uh, what's that song? It's like my favorite song. I always forget the name of it though. Um, you sing a lot like, uh, it's like, Jesus I could sing of your love forever. Love it's Jesus, lover of my soul. That's, yes. the one. That's like my all time favorite. Yeah. Jesus, lover. Like, like these songs that them. I, yeah. that I remember learning when I was first learning how to connect with God yeah. on an intimate level. I'm not saying that those are any better than, than where we are now. It's just that that yeah. was my experience when right. I was at that point right. in my life with God. And all I'm saying is that sometimes you, it, sometimes it really is helpful to, to kind of, and don't, let's let's not um, get crazy with this but to almost like look back mm -hmm. to in order to kind of see where you are like there's experiences that we've had with god sometimes it's even just like you know certain verses of the bible yeah. and i know you're really good at this like you have verses <laughs> you have sections in your bible where it's highlighted in like 18 different colors color coded <laughs> it all somehow makes sense in your creative brain but then there's like dates and stuff written yeah. in the margins and all these different things and it was like I don't know what that means, but you know exactly what yeah. that means. When you look at it, you're like, yeah, this was a yeah. this was a place where I met with God or God met with me. God showed himself to me. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes something that like you can go back to. And so like I just I just remember um I love that scripture. Remember from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works. And we're supposed to move forward. Yeah. We're not supposed to live in the past. Right. But there are reminders along the yeah. way of our journey with the Lord, of our yeah. history that we're building with God. That really does, I think, become really, really helpful to kind of evaluate where we are, how far we've come, what we've learned so that we can, you know, go forward with him. And sometimes it's really, really helpful, especially if you're feeling confused, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling lost. It just is really helpful to go back to some, <clears throat> excuse me, to go back to some former promises that yeah. God has given you because they're actually not former because they're still alive. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, going back to, scriptures that God has put on your heart in the past, prophetic words that you've received. Even like you said, I just love that because I think it's so relevant is, you know, even songs that you know from wherever they're from, but songs that that help you personally connect with the Lord. Like we're going through this process right now of um, this uh, with, with our church and, and ex extended to people around the world that are partnering with us for 21 days of focused worship on God, Worship Challenge 21, it's called. And, um, you know, just ha having that time, setting aside that time to just contemplate the Lord, to think about him. And I think I think it's really, really helpful to pay attention to the fact that we're building history with God for a reason. Yeah. You know, the, they're not just experiences that happened and then they're over and then we go forward. Now, there's balance there yeah. because I think we need constantly to have new and deepening experiences with oh, God. Yeah. We're not supposed to live based yeah. off of an old testimony, yeah. but the history that we have with God does help us to see how far we've come. And I think it helps us to just build that relationship with him over yeah. time. Am I rambling or like, does no, that make any no, sense? What it, I'm talking does. About? it makes a lot of sense. And I think that <laughs> we have to also recognize, I love what you said, we shouldn't stay in the past, but we should. I think that there's sometimes we could look at our past in a very negative way in a very um like i don't know like very sorrowful thing 
and I think that there that's not really what what our past is meant to do I think you know our past is meant to remind us like you said bring to remembrance but I think that every single one of us has a track record of things that God has done for us in the past um, and and there's a certain value of it yes there might be painful experiences in your past mm -hmm. things that you you know like like oh I don't want to go back to that like trust me I I have things like that yeah. that I'm like, nope, I'm not going back to that. <laughs> Just don't tell me to go back to that, you know? And sometimes there has been seasons where God tells me like, no, please do. Let me show you something. Let's go back to that so that I can show you something. Yeah. And there's a purpose why he's doing that. He's not trying to torment me. He's not trying to put more salt in the wound and, and, you know, like, like, no, 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 no. He's trying to show me something that at that time when I was living that I couldn't see. So he's wanting to show me that. So then now that I'm ahead of it, I could recognize it. Mm -hmm. So I think that my idea or my understanding of the past has definitely changed. Because now I have this understanding that when God asks me to go back to something, he's showing me something. He's showing me something to grow. Yeah. Something that is going to help me in my present and it's going to help me in my future. Um, so I, I do love, I mean, that, that you mentioned that, I don't know, what we call it a tradition maybe that, you know, they did of like the altars. I guess I could say for me, like, I love journaling, but I don't do it sometimes. I go through seasons when I don't actually journal as much as I did in other seasons. But I do always, and I love, I love technology. I love that I have access to my, my Bible on my phone. But I'll always take a Bible, paper, book mm. over having my phone yeah because i can write on it <laughs> i i know my this is hilarious because i remember growing up like i would do that i'm you know write on my bible and stuff like that and i remember my brother sometimes like giving me a hard time just being like you should be writing in that book like why are you doing that like you're ruining that book you know <laughs> but i it just i needed that i yeah. I, I do that you know i write I write keywords that make sense to me, dates that make sense to me because it develops. I have a roadmap. Yeah. A roadmap of my walk with the Lord that is very personal. Um, you know, I mean, it's not for everybody, but, and if you don't have that yet and you want that, Hey, go ahead and do it. Don't worry about what other people tell you. Like, like that Bible looks ugly because he has mm -hmm. <laughs> so many colors or whatever. That's not the point. The point is that he gave us his word so that he could become life for mm -hmm. us. And I was reading, we were doing this recording yesterday, and I can't think of the scripture now, but I think it's in Proverbs that we were reading that it says, um, you know, so that they will become um, life to your bones and health to your life. Yeah, and that's what his word is. Health he's to all this flesh. Yeah, yeah, he's it's he's Proverbs, he, yeah his word is meant to not just um, 
be his i mean is the logos is the written word of god inspired by the holy spirit that is life itself mm -hmm. and it's meant to give us that life um yeah. and and like i said you know we're coming back towards the end of the year and finishing strong in that and I, and I think about that going back go back to the basics make sure that you're doing the first works they all connect to the round circle you know <laughs> like make sure that you're not neglecting those things that are that might seem so simple yeah but they're quite valuable yeah they're quite valuable you know um it makes me happy when when i um when i listen to my kids like sing songs they come up you know worship songs they come up and it's like from within themselves it's just this reaction of start singing it you know and maybe they don't quite understand worship at the place that you and i do because we've obviously been walking with the lord longer than they have but I love to see how from within their spirit, there's this response, this natural response that's to say, I'm listening to that song. Everything in me wants to respond and wants to worship, you know, wants yeah. to, to say, hey, this. and I can, I can, um, <laughs> we would have this conversation with Marcus um, sometimes, you know, where we will talk to him about, Hey, like we've sang this song one too many times. Like we need a new song now, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and it happens sometimes that it happens that sometimes like you saying something or you read something and you get bored and tired of it and you just kind of like move on from that season. But then, but then God brings you back to that because there was a wealth of, of value in that, you know, knowledge, yeah. uh, revelation, just his presence, like. And there are times where we need that. We need that um, reminder to go back, go back to it, you know, like, and, and I think that there's also growth in, in a way of like, when you can de detach, I think is that the right word, how I'm saying it, maybe I need to Probably. say it. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <I> don't. <laughs> um, when you de de detach the pain from certain experiences, because I do recognize that when you have to look at your past and if you have to look at something that was painful, you do have to be able to separate mm -hmm. the emotion and whatever the pain from that is in order to see it with a set fresh of eyes. So that's why I said like detachment, you know, like separate. Yeah, it works. <laughs> um, and, and, and God, God has given us that ability. Yeah. The ability to look at, at something and say, oh, I mean, I even do that with our relationship. Like, you detach yourself? No, 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 no. I mean, like, in, in the sense of like. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. See you guys next time. <laughs> We're doing great. We've got some stuff right to work here. out. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, um, when. Like, I remember times. Well, because you were talking about the Bible and there's mm -hmm. scriptures, like promises that God gave me for our marriage, for our relationship yeah. that I have in my book, you know, that um, even though like maybe we were fighting or maybe we were going through through things, yeah, Pastor Duke and I fought 
<laughs> when we were dating. We had a good, a good, good, good argument. A lot. A lot. <laughs> we fought a lot. You see, uh, I'm Mexican, so I guess don't, I'm, I'm don't feisty. Don't blame your people. I'm feisty. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of it was because you're Mexican we're, and I'm we're American. We have a different culture. We just you had know? Clashing, yeah, we have you know, different cultures and clashing. stuff. Anyway, but what I mean is like. Oh, we fought a lot. Everybody seemed like I was really a difficult. No, I said we. I didn't we, say we you. fought each other. Okay. It's like anyway. 60 40. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, um, you know, even in our relationship, like if I if I wouldn't allow God to help me how to um detach my feelings of like things that maybe, you know, he said and they hurt me, I couldn't see things that he was trying to show me. You know, like, for example, when there will be times, you know, where I will I will fight with him because I was looking at our relationship through the filter of my past relationships or my past friendships mm -hmm. of how other, you know, boys treated me or made me feel. And I would try to make Duke pay the bill. And that wasn't right, you know. And I remember when I would, like, those moments where, I'll be with God and I'll be like, but I'm right, God. I'm right. Because mm -hmm. this feels this way and this, this, and this, that, you know? And God will be like, hold on. Let's go back to those things. Let me show yeah. you something. And I would trust him with that in that, you know, vulnerable moment. Yeah. And would be able to separate my feelings and put them on the side and say, okay. I need to see this mm -hmm. from a, with a set fresh device. You're trying to show me something because like I said before, God shows us things that might be connected to our past in order to help us in the present, but also push us forward in the future. Yeah. So I'm grateful for those things, you know, and I'm grateful that I, I, I have. And when I see those dates in my book and my Bible, I can see that reminder of that. And I'm, I'm even more grateful, you know, what I mean? yeah. I'm, I'm like, God, you're so faithful because at that moment, I didn't know how we we're going to get past that. <laughs> I didn't even know if we would in my own, but you did. We did. It might've been painful or difficult at that time, but we, we did it, you know, and look where we are today and look where we're going. Like, you know, yeah, um, for sure. so like I said, when you go back to the basics, it's important that you look at that foundation, mm -hmm. um, because that, that foundation, it's going to, it has to be stable. It has to be strong enough to sustain what God is trying to build in your life. It's really good. It's really good. <clears throat> uh, thanks Denise. <laughs> It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure having you on the. Thanks for reminding. Thanks for telling everybody that you're detached. No, just no. Th thanks for being here. Um. I, mean, I hope this was a blessing for for those that were listening, and I, I think that that's that's we're in this season where we're getting closer to the end of the year. Um, we could so easily say, "Oh, let's make New Year's resolutions." They don't work. Um, <laughs> they don't work. They don't work. <laughs> Unless. At least they've never worked for me in the sense that unless you're a, a very disciplined, disciplined person, person maybe, yeah, exactly, they, yeah. exactly. Um, do you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, 
at the same time, I think the reason why they never work is because we, you know, we, we tend to think like, oh, the end of the year is over. That's it. Whatever. We were working on it. Let's done. Let's start from zero. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. why that, that, that's flawed. Like that doesn't work. Um, but like, as we're coming to the end of the year, I think let's evaluate our basics. Like, where am I standing? Mm -hmm. What is my foundation? Okay. Maybe I'm not as far on my dream as I wanted to be, mm -hmm. as I expected to be yeah. by the end of this year, but I made some progress. Okay. So let's keep on building it. Yeah. You know, um, I, I mean, I can, I can be vulnerable and say like, I, I completely slacked off this year with, I was supposed to have my book. Um, but <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. Uh, offense. You completely slacked off. Hold on a second. Well, let me fight you real quick. I, I feel. I feel like you know. I, well, let me tell you. I I published my book in, last year in November, and I had it. <laughs> I had the this, the goal set that I was gonna have it published in Spanish by February or March. Now you know things happen. Um, life happened. And then, like I said, I, part of me, I take responsibility for it. I didn't, you know, put in the work on it. So I'm, thank God I finally finished it in Spanish. <laughs> so I'm in my mind, I might feel like I'm behind schedule right. of what God had shown me for this year. Yeah. But at the same time, I recognize that when I go back to that foundation and I go back to the basics, I can say, you know what, God? You knew that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. You knew all these things. You're in control. So I don't feel disappointed. I don't feel frustrated. But I, I'm i actually just lo I'm looking forward to the completion of those things that you have promised me. And that they're still there. Like there's no time limit on your promises. And that's such a guarantee and such a safe net. I can rest assured on that. Yeah. <laughs> I will never stop, Denise, stop telling the world ah. of, um, so the, the Denise's book is called The Intimacy of Worship. <laughs> I know we've talked about this before on the show, but the book is called The Intimacy of Worship. It's available on Amazon and uh, make a great Christmas gift. You can get it in paperback or ebook format. And the Spanish version is yes. written, has been written. It's with has an editor now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that'll uh, hopefully stages. be coming out soon. So yay. And... Yeah, I, um, it's so good. What, what you're saying right there was, was just really, really good. And um, I just think that, you know, like we can really start to beat ourselves up over stuff and put weight and pressure on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, I don't know, I'm trying to learn not to do that as much. <laughs> like I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to learn to you know, just trust the Lord through the, through the process and through the, through the changing of seasons and stuff like that. Um, you know, when I look back over this past year, past couple of years, like there were some really solid plans mm -hmm. that I had set up yeah. in communication with God, not just like me, like, right. Oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. But like, based on <laughs> yeah. what I felt like the Lord was leading me right. to do, you know, setting up plans and stuff like that. We do the whole vision board thing and we, you know, we do all these different things that I think are really helpful, but it's, you know, then things, things shift and, and it ended up being like different things got accomplished this year 
than all the things like I didn't do all the things that I set out to do at the beginning of the year, but other things fell into place that I wasn't really thinking about or wasn't really planning yeah. on, you know, that ended up um, just pursuing those things ahead of time and putting some things, you know, off for another season. And so, um, you know, I just think that it's it's really, really good to we've got to listen to the Lord. We've got to yeah. stay in step with him and all of that. But at the same time, like not to beat yourself up when you fall short on mm -hmm. something because God's so much bigger than that, exactly. you know, and he can turn things around so fast and shifts things so fast and and help you, you know, go into like a, a really sort of accelerated season of growth yeah. and productivity mm -hmm. that kind of makes up for all that time that you thought you lost. You know, I think that when you're walking in obedience with the Holy Spirit, of course, none of us do that perfectly. Right. But when our aim is toward him, I really think that there's very little wasted time. Yeah. You know, we can waste we can waste a day, mm -hmm. you know, we can waste time, you know, I think we probably all waste more time than we should, like scrolling, doing this thing. And, <laughs> we go and through the black, stuff out. the black hole of TikTok. And, yeah, the it's, black cra hole it's crazy of how you just kill 30 <laughs> minutes and just, it's like you were just yeah, like, it's like really in, a, good. in a trance and didn't even realize like what you, you were doing. Like, oh, day. I just sat down or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I mean, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's, if it happens, like don't don't beat yourself up for it you know yeah. like it happened okay that's what just, I'm you know say. when you realize when you realize that you did it like oh, oh i need i need to get get moving i need to get get things going i need to do this then just just keep on going um because i think that's what that's what at, at the end of the day that's what matters mm -hmm. you know um and i love that god is not bound by time and space and so many times we think that he's promises and that he's um assignment for us or that he's our destiny is because we are bound mm -hmm. by time and space because we're here we're, we're we're in this world right now you know but he's not he can over oversee is that as i word supersede Supersede. I think, supersede. I, think, I think the right word is supersede. He can supersede that yeah. time and space. Um, and he, when when he gets accomplished, he's still getting the glory and he's still, he's fulfilling. We're fulfilling his purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's what's more, more important in his heart. And I think um, you use the word wasted. And I love something that you say all the time. Like, and it always like blesses me or reminds me when you say there's nothing, there's nothing that goes wasted for God. There's nothing in the season that you are that's going to go wasted in the process that God has you. So whether you feel like you, this year has been super productive and super yeah. good or not, God is not going to let anything get wasted from yeah. whatever process you're yeah. in. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's going to use everything yeah. for your good, everything to build mm -hmm. your character, everything to push you forward, everything to accomplish what he promised because he's faithful mm. and he's not going to back down from it, you know, um, and you don't back down from it. Take my phrase. I'll, I'll end it to you. I refuse to be denied of the things that he has promised me mm -hmm. in this season in last season and in the season to come, I refuse to be denied of what he has for me. 
So, um, you know, if you have a couple of days of just being lying in the bed, resting, you know, getting into that mental space to be able to move forward. Okay, go ahead, do it. Yeah. And then get up and keep on going. Yeah. But don't, um, don't think by any means that anything that you're doing because your life Mm -hmm. belongs to God will go to waste. Well, there's something that Bill Johnson says that I think is really, really profound. He says, there's, there are seasons where God is emphasizing your authority mm-hmm. as a believer, as your authority as his son and daughter, where you've really got to um, push for things to happen. Mm-hmm. He says, and there, and there's seasons where he's, he's really highlighting um, what it is. I can't remember the, the exact phrase that he uses, but where he's, he's sort of, uh, on the other hand, highlighting just your ability to rest in him mm-hmm. and there's a different word that he uses and i just can't think i'll think of it in a minute but where he's he's highlighting something different and it's more about you just sort of resting on the lord and it's more like he's bringing things to you mm-hmm. um and so where where things are happening so there's times where god will will speak to you and he'll say you know what i got this i got this one <laughs> you you just focus on you know whatever, whatever. It, we're, our focus is always just on him right but there are times where god speaks to us god shows us something he calls us to something and it's really an invitation to partner with him to bring that thing to pass and so maybe you've got to do a little bit more you've got to declare more you've got to take steps of faith you've got to do different things and then there's other things where god might be emphasizing to you you know what i just want you to rest and i want you to recognize that uh i'm really in charge here and and i've and i've got your back and it's more of a him sort of working things out mm-hmm. in his timing. Yeah. And, you know, wherever you find yourself and maybe, you, you know, there's some back and forth between that and there's times, this is the other thing that, that he mentioned that Bill Johnson mentions when he's talking about this is like, you know, there's times where I'll really start to push and I'll push and I'll try to make something happen. And then I realize yes. it's not working <laughs> and, God, and, and I have to go back to the Lord and be like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's not the season that I'm in. And it, this is more so about me just sort of being still and letting you show me who you are and you reminding me of how good you are and how faithful you are and all of that. And there's other times where we're just kind of, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord and nothing's happening. And it's like, oh, well, maybe I'm in the other season. (laughs) Maybe this is one of those things where I've got to get back in tune with you, God. And okay, Lord, is there a step? Is there something I need to do in order to, you know, get on the right track Mm -hmm. here in order to bring this thing to pass or to push this thing through? And so that's why, like, we need the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, that's why, that's why God is so awesome in that he's put himself inside of us. He lives within us and he's given us access to his spirit, to his voice, to his presence, just as a constant, ongoing reality of yeah. fellowship. And uh, that's why you should read this book, because you'll learn more about intimacy <laughs> with the Lord. And uh, developing that relational context of um, of uh, what God is doing in your life, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So He can be present, and you can be present with Him every time. You know, it's it's it really is an everyday. Sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes it's not just oh, I know, I know, I gotta be present with God. <laughs> like, no. Sometimes it's really like unplugging yourself and saying, okay, I'm. I'm I'm just gonna sit here. I need I need to 
be in your process. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. am I missing? Um, and sometimes it's just even just sitting there and not even really talking or saying anything, but actually just letting him like tell you, tell you how much he loves you, tell you how he's there with you. Like, so it's again, you know, go back to the basics, the basics of spending time with him, reading his word, meditating in the word, you know, taking time to talk to him, praying. That's what prayer is, you know, having communication with him um, and doing those first things so that to make sure that you're standing on the solid rock, you yeah. know, on Christ yeah. alone, the rock I stand, you mm-hmm. know, all other ground is sinking sand. Just. Yep. <laughs> Amen. It's really good. That's really good. Uh, fo- focus on, focus on the basics and uh, you'll finish up this year strong. Yeah. Well, I love you. <laughs> You're the best. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, thanks everybody right. for being here. Thanks for taking the time to yes. to watch, listen. Thanks Hopefully for all we're the comments. All over the place. We, we, were, well, <laughs> we probably just, were. That's just sure how we it is. <laughs> we chat. I'm sure we were. But thank you guys. Thanks for listening to us rant <laughs> and talk for a little while. And uh, thank you guys for all the comments and everything. Sharon said that's good eating. I'm pretty sure she was talking about the spiritual food. But this is good eating too. <laughs> this is a snack. Yeah, I really thought you were gonna eat. No, I wasn't gonna you do that. That would be really rude. <laughs> you were very disciplined. You know what I realized, Denise? That when I end this podcast, I think I turned it off. I hope I remember to turn it off. I um for some reason there's like an outro feature on here, and I put this thing up where it's just like an image and it and it, you know kind of uh-huh. anyway it's just sort of like the the outro that comes up when i end the video but i just realized before we started this episode and i don't That's remember how many good. episodes i've been doing this for a while like um maybe just a handful of episodes but for some reason when i do the outro it shows it for like three seconds and then it goes back to the video and so there's like i, I was looking back and uh for sure like on the episode the last episode i did with dan <laughs> it's it's like you see the outro the thing ends and then it comes back and it's just me and dan talking like, like all right well we're not live anymore so we can just talk about whatever we want thankfully we didn't say anything Good. well i don't know i don't know i gotta go back and watch oh. some of the other episodes and make sure i didn't say anything bad not that i would no, I don't right i don't ever say bad things do i no i do sometimes right. but um hopefully hopefully happen. that didn't happen but yeah so i i think i turned off the the outro okay. we'll see what happened at the end here but um just in case, don't cuss or anything. You know, don't start really? talking bad about people or anything like that. Why would I do that? <laughs> just, I have no need to do that. Just just do I guess I'm Spanish. just detached uh, from our. From uh, our <laughs> you need some in- inner healing in that. I need to pray for, for you, do. baby. Pray for me, everybody. Oh. Um, we love y'all. We'll see you in a future episode. Let's see what what is today Monday? Yes, yeah, so we'll be back on Thursday with the next episode. Um, are we also recording this? Yes, we are recording we this. Record it. Um, <laughs> it is being recorded. Oh, it's on the podcast now. version of the, like the audio version uh, will be uploaded later this evening, tomorrow morning at the latest. Um, all past episodes you guys can find on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. The podcast, the show is called Real Live Talk. Um, the sort of 
like centralized place is redcircle.com slash shows slash real life talk, but that's super long. You guys probably do more it's probably more convenient to use Spotify or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, um yeah, you can find links for everything on my social media. But the show's called Real Life Talk. If you search for it, it'll come up anywhere that you guys want. It's also available in video form on my YouTube channel, which you can just search for Duke Lamastra and connect with me there. And whatever else, just uh, shoot me a message on social media. I'm usually pretty good at answering people's questions. <laughs> I, think. I think sometimes I don't see them for some reason, but I'm usually pretty good. I get back to you. Anyway, that's enough of that. Love you all. We got to go. We'll see you Bye. soon. Have a good night. Be blessed.